Do you feel overwhelmed by your circumstances? Are you trapped living each day in survival mode? Are you left feeling depleted and exhausted in everything you do, including your health journey? My mission is to help you break free from living this way and teach you how to grow strong from the inside out so that you can ditch the idea of measuring up to impossible standards and start enjoying the act of taking care of yourself instead of dreading it. Get ready to experience life-giving transformation through wellness, a 360-degree approach that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Discover how you can achieve lasting results that will carry you throughout your health journey. So, please join me as we discuss fitness, faith, and fearless living. I'm Jessica Coleman, and this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood. up you guys welcome to the fat loss episode of the let's get physical podcast series so let's dive right in and get to the heart and the meat of the episode because i am anticipating there's going to be a lot of information so generally we have been taught that um you know diets of all kinds and you know cleanses and all those things are a really good starting point to lose the weight and then intense cardio sessions and, you know, working out high intensity all the time and really overexerting ourselves is the way to lose fat. Now, I won't disagree with this, to be quite honest with you. That is an avenue and a way to lose fat. There's, I'm not disagreeing with the fact that it helps you lose fat. However, statistically, it doesn't usually last long term. And the reason for that is because those types of things are, first of all, very stressful on the body. And generally, they're so extreme that once you start to live your normal life again, your body is in survival mode and it's taking everything it can and it's conserving it. So it's going to basically bring you back to where you were before, which is extremely frustrating because of all of the work that you went through and you kind of throw your hands up and think, well, how am I supposed to do this? And I know that a lot of the magnetism towards diets and, um, you know, intense exercise is because it's fast and you get quick results. It's a program that's maybe 12 weeks long and boom, you lost how many pounds, maybe 30 pounds, however it is. And that's it. And then you're like, wow, this actually worked. But over time, things start to creep up on you again, or potentially maybe you just don't feel good. And there's reasons for that. And I want to dive into all of it today. And I want to walk you through what it looks like to get long-term sustainable fat loss. Okay? So I want to start by saying that nutrition is directly going to affect your fat loss. As much as exercise is a component of it, nutrition is going to make up a very big part of it. Okay? So your food choices 
will definitely be what you want to focus on when you're doing fat loss. And the reason for that is because food directly dictates how your body is going to operate and how it's going to store fat cells. So I want you to think of it as our fat cells do not necessarily multiply. What happens is they store things. Okay. So when you lose fat, it's just a matter of the cells shrinking. It's not completely eliminating them because we need a certain percentage of fat for body regulation, body temperature regulation, um, to protect our organs, to protect our reproductive system for women. Um, you know, there's certain, and also to, um, uh, digest fat soluble vitamins. So there's a reason for fat. So it's not that fat is bad. It's just that when we have an excess amount, our cells expand and it also produces a whole bunch of crazy things and, and just isn't the best for our health. So when we're doing fat loss, it's a matter of shrinking the cells. So when we choose our food choices, it's going to determine where we store it. So I'm just going to go over the macronutrients with you just to kind of clarify and to go over things. So carbohydrates are your main source of glycogen. Glycogen produces sugar. That's basically the, the gist of it is it produces sugar and it produces energy for your body. Your body needs sugar. So contrary to popular belief, sugar is not bad. Okay. In excess amounts, yes, anything in excess amounts is bad. So our liver is what stores glycogen. So if, for instance, we totally eliminate carbs, our liver is really figuring out and trying to search where it's going to get the glycogen from. And a lot of this relates to, if you're familiar with keto, um, which is basically almost eliminating carbs completely, um, what happens is, is the body goes into ketosis. When you're increasing your fats and you're lowering your carbs, it's going into ketosis and it's going to draw from the fat cells. But the thing about that is that's not fat's job. Fat's job is not to produce glycogen. That's carbohydrates job. So all of a sudden, the liver is in overdrive because it's trying to figure out where it's going to pull from for glycogen. It also pulls from muscle stores as well. So it's trying to figure out where to get these, this glycogen from, and it's pulling from different places. Now, an important thing to remember too is fat cells are made up of fatty acids, so when it's drawing from the fat cells to produce what it's lacking, it's oxidizing those fatty acids. But when we don't provide the body with what it needs and it's pulling from the fat cells at an extreme rate, it causes inflammation to the body. And that's when things go crazy. And yes, you will definitely see those fat cells shrink, but the problem is, sorry, I'm going to adjust my camera here, <laughs> sitting on the floor, <laughs> just saying, <so you> know. <laughs> what happens is the body is under extreme stress. So you're going to feel totally off. Your adrenal glands 
are going to suffer significantly because they're not sure what's going on. Cortisol increases, things are going all over the place. Your body is totally confused. And yes, it loses and it, sh- or it shrinks those cells. But as soon as you go back into what's called homeostasis in the body, so you're, re- you're going back to your normal eating patterns or however it is, your body's not going to know what to do. It, everything's going to be out of whack. Plus, if you're lacking energy, the first places it's going to pull from are things that aren't super significant. For instance, you may lose your menstrual cycle because it doesn't really think that that's that that important. So it's going to affect your fertility and all of the things that have to do with reproduction. Um, It totally messes with your hormones, um, you know, your pulse, your body temperature, your state of energy, your mood. It affects your mental health, your emotional health. It affects your sleep. It affects how you exercise because you don't have the energy to do it. You don't have those glycogen stores the way you would if you did have the carbs. Um, So you're not getting your optimal results anyway. Um, And, you know, your blood sugar might be out of whack. Your digestive health might be out of whack. Things just get (laughs) crazy. Um. So yes, we might be seeing the physical results, but internally there's all sorts of things happening. So the best thing before attempting fat loss, it's a good idea to reach a state of homeostasis. So what that means is balance in the body. So are your how are your hormones doing? Is your cycle regular, your menstrual cycle? How is your body temperature? How is your pulse? And also your digestion. Are you feeling bloated all the time? Are you feeling just icky and not good? And yeah. So basically, we want to get the body to feel good before we attempt fat loss at all. So a lot of this is measured in what's called um, vitals. So Jessica Ash Wellness, you've probably seen me post about her on my Instagram before. She has a really good download um, talking about all of that. So go check her stuff out. Again, that was Jessica Ash Wellness. And that will tell you if you have good vitals and stats and if your body is in homeostasis and if it's balanced and feeling good. So it's really important to assess your body and be truthful with yourself. I know it can be so tempting that you just, you want that body composition so bad that you have in mind, but you have to remember that if you want it the healthy way, that's going to, you know, enhance the result and you want it to be long-term and sustainable, we have to achieve that balance first because the body does not like changing when it's under stress and when things are out of whack. (laughs) It's going to be in survival mode. It's not going to be in in change mode. So again, going back to macros, because I think they really support the um, our health and fat loss well, as well as muscle building. But um, also with proteins, proteins are never really an issue really in diets. I think that it all diets kind of Um, they support the protein and, you know, the protein shakes, all that stuff, which is good. So I'm not really concerned about protein per se, 
But as long as you're getting enough of it, that's super important because protein is definitely one of the contributors to a healthy metabolism. um, And it recovers and repairs everything within us. So super important. And also not to be afraid of fats. Fats have their purpose as well. Something that I find really helps with um, finding out how to go about using macros and what your plate should look like and what works for you is using a TDEE calculator. You may have heard me You may have heard me talk about this before. I may have mentioned it in a previous episode, but the TDEE calculator is awesome. It's so helpful and it really gives you a good baseline for everything. Unfortunately, I can't teach this over a podcast episode because it's way too detailed and it's super custom. So that would be something I could discuss in a coaching program with you for sure. In my one-on-one program, I can definitely go over that with you and also not underestimating the power of what's called NEAT movement, N-E-A-T. So that stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And basically that means you're walking, Um, getting groceries, cleaning the house, that type of thing. I believe I also talked about this in a previous podcast episode, Um, but not underestimating that as well on your journey. Also important to remember that it's not generally easy to lose fat and build muscle at the same time. It is for people who are super new to the game, but there are exceptions to that. And it would definitely be a good idea to talk to a trainer about it. If you are a beginner and you're you're entering into this phase, um, it's definitely a possibility for you. However, my suggestion is to focus on one at a time, which is why I made them separate episodes. So I would focus on just the fat loss right now, which means you probably won't be putting on much of any muscle at all, just because when you're in a fat loss stage, it's generally talking about a calorie deficit. And I'll go into that in a few minutes here. But if you're in a calorie deficit, that is not muscle building material. Muscle builds from a surplus. So you can't really do both at once. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to do fat loss first And then you'll enter into a maintenance phase, which is another episode. And then you're going to go into a muscle building phase. So I would say focus on the fat loss for now. Don't worry if you're not getting the muscle tone and all that stuff, because that comes later. But um, just remembering that you're not going to see that tone right away. You're not going to see that sculpting effect. It's going to be primarily shrinking those fat cells. So don't get discouraged. But just so you you know, it's a better situation to start with the fat loss and then move into muscle building. So going back to that calorie deficit, you'll probably be familiar with calorie deficits because again, they're familiar in diets. The only thing that diets, it's very extreme. So for instance, if you were maybe eating just on a regular basis before, I'm I'm almost certain you could be eating 2,000 to 2,500 calories. And that's because that's what your body craved. Because that's probably its basal metabolic rate, which means it's the amount of calories your body needs to survive. However, a lot of the diets take you all the way down to 1,200 calories per day, which is a huge gap. 
huge gap. And that is just a recipe for, again, exhaustion and stress and cravings because you're not feeding your body enough. It's going to be thinking about food all day and things are just going to be not good. So generally, if you're doing a fat loss program that's going to be more sustainable, that calorie deficit is going to be smaller. I'm talking like one to 300 calories below your basal metabolic rate or your TDEE calculation. TDEE is accounting your activity levels. Basal metabolic rate is just the amount of calories you need to survive. If that explanation is kind of confusing, um, let me know. Send me a, a message or a question in my DMs on Instagram, and I will definitely kind of clarify that. But I'll just re-explain it again. So your TDEE calculation is going to consider and factor in your activity levels because what it is, is it's calories in, calories out. So if you're eating, let's say for the sake of, I'm not good at math, 2000 calories and you're burning off maybe 500 calories, you're technically only taking in 1500 calories per day, which may not be enough for you, for your basal metabolic rate. Maybe you're just for your body to survive, you need 2,500 calories. So you're already in a 1,000 calorie deficit. Um, so that's the difference the TDEE calculator makes. The basal metabolic rate is going to tell you, again, what your body needs without the physical activity. Hopefully that made sense. So again, that calorie deficit will be small, one to 300 calories. I know that means that it will be slower and the fat loss will be definitely slower than a diet but it's more maintainable and the body will not go into super stressed out mode. It'll still be in a state of stress per se, but it's not going to be as excessive as that extreme calorie deficit. So I would say that that calorie deficit can last anywhere from eight to 12 weeks at max. By 12 weeks, you want to get back to maintenance because you want your body to adapt again to homeostasis. Homeostasis is like the best thing for your body because that's where it's comfortable. That's where it feels good and it feels safe. So that's going to be the maintenance phase, which again, we're going to cover in a future episode. This being said, I would say one of the biggest things is not to focus on the scale in this process because it's very deceiving, especially when weight fluctuates throughout the day normally, no matter what anyways. Um, so that's going to play with your mind. Also, if you are you know, doing strength training and you are doing a little bit of muscle building, your muscle is also mass. It also has weight to it. So if you think that your fat is increasing, that may not be true. It's very deceiving. It may be your muscle mass actually increasing. So that number going up is not a bad indication. So don't focus on the scale because that's going to mess with your mind. And it's probably going to discourage you more than encourage you. So that's one, one piece of advice there. And just to do the work and trust the process, because honestly, it's so hard to control every little thing. And if this is going to be a long-term thing and we want to maintain this for the rest of our life, we just have to sometimes let go and trust yourself, trust yourself. And 
when you nourish your body to its full potential, you will be amazed at A, how you feel and B, how things just kind of fall into place. Like for instance, when you eat a sufficient amount of calories, your cravings go down because you're not, your body is happy. It's, it feels safe. It feels good. It's not freaking out. And you're not going to have that, that hit where it's like, I need that, like that sugar rush or like, I need that, that Oreo in the cupboard or whatever, which is totally fine. Eat the Oreo. Don't, again, don't do restriction, but it's, it's amazing how when you work with you, with your body, instead of against it, things totally change and the process becomes something that just falls into place, if that makes sense. So really, in a nutshell, the best method to achieve fat loss is to remain nourished by eating all food groups and nourishing your body to its full potential and what it needs for calories, Um, not restricting yourself, prioritizing macronutrients, a small calorie deficit, and working at it over time. And I know, I know this is so hard to hear, but I promise you it is so worth it and the results will last and you will feel good. I know that delayed gratification is so hard. Trust me, I know, but it is so worth it in the end. We have to focus on the big picture. And when we really make fat loss sustainable and slow, our bodies will thank us for it. And I think that's worth all of it in a nutshell. Um, And it's important to remember that um, something I think about too is if that temptation to ever diet or starve yourself or you think, oh, you know, I just, I got to conserve on my calories or whatever it is, just remember that your body will ask for the debt that you owe. And by that, I mean, if you're depriving it and you're just not taking care of it, at some point later on, your body will require that back because our bodies are amazing, intricate vessels and they're like a machine. They require certain fuels to function. So treat it well and get that knowledge of how to to nourish it and to treat it. And your body will give you the dividends and the rewards from it. So definitely, if you hadn't listened to the first episode, there are a bunch of bonuses I will just re-mention in this episode so you know in case you missed it. So bonus number one is make sure you downloaded the PDF of the workbook. It has the key takeaways from today's episode, as well as a place to put your own notes of things that maybe I didn't include that you think are super helpful for you. So that's the first thing. Second thing is I have a booklet of a week of workouts plus a weekly meal plan plus a sample day of eating. And that is for the muscle building phase. So definitely check that out. And certainly for the fat loss episode, I would say one of the most things, or sorry, one of the most important things to download is the nutrition starter guide. Grab the link. If you can't find it in the show notes on the podcast episode, go to my YouTube channel, Faithfully Fit Motherhood and Wellness Inc. And you will find it in the info bar 
on the YouTube video of this podcast episode. So I hope this helped you guys today. I hope I didn't miss anything. That is one of my biggest fears with these episodes is missing something. But as it is, if I miss something, I will try my best to continue to post helpful and valuable content on Instagram. So make sure you're following me there. Instagram handle is at Jess.Coleman. And yeah, I hope you guys are having an awesome day and make sure you tune into next episode because it is personally my favorite topic. I love muscle building. I have fallen in love with that process. So I don't think you'll want to miss it. I think you're going to enjoy it. And there's (laughs) honestly, I don't think there's enough information out there about muscle building. So definitely tune in. And until next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that what we talked about encouraged you. I'm so glad you're here and always know that I'm cheering you on. Want more resources? Visit my website, www.faithfullyfitmotherhoodandwellnessinc.mykajabi.com or contact me anytime on Instagram at jess.coleman. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please screenshot this episode and share it on your social media so that we can continue to spread the mission of living in the abundance God has intended for us. We are here to serve and lead each other to Christ. So let's set this world on fire with God's love. Be blessed, friend. Until next time, this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood.